Welcome to the State of Chiropractic Podcast. This is presented by the Chiropractic Defense Council, and I am your host, Baron Hoig, and I am thrilled you've joined us today. In the chiropractic profession, we understand the importance of staying informed, staying connected, and staying inspired. That's actually why we created this podcast. It's a platform dedicated to exploring the defense of chiropractic and how it affects your ability to serve the communities that you live in. In each episode, we're gonna dive deep into the latest issues surrounding the profession, industry trends, legislative developments that have shaped the landscape of our profession. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews with renowned experts, practitioners, and advocates who are driving innovation and positive change within our profession. Our mission at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to provide a voice for chiropractors everywhere, defending your rights, promoting patient-centered care, and championing the value of chiropractic in the healthcare ecosystem. Through this podcast, we aim to educate, empower, and organize the chiropractic community. So whether you're a seasoned chiropractor looking to expand your knowledge or an ally of the profession, you're in the right place. We are here to share insights, debunk myths, and spark meaningful conversations that will shape the future of the profession. Before we begin, a special thank you to our incredible profession who make this podcast possible. Your commitment is truly commendable, and we could not do it without you. So... Get ready to embark on an enlightening journey as we explore the state of chiropractic. Together, we'll uncover untold stories, discover groundbreaking research, and delve into the fascinating world of chiropractic. And don't forget to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, stay connected with us through our website and social media channels where you can share your thoughts, ask questions, suggest topics for future episodes. So thank you again for joining us today. Now let's dive into the world of chiropractic and embrace the limitless possibilities it holds. Welcome to the State of Chiropractic Podcast. Uh, Dr. Alan Miner, thank you so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate it. Um, For all of you out in the world that may not know who Dr. Alan Miner is, um, he owns multiple clinics in New Mexico and, and in Texas, um, has is uh, an, an entrepreneur, is a principal in a number of different other organizations that meet the needs within chiropractic. And most importantly, for the purposes of this video, he's also a board member of One Chiropractic. So Dr. Miner, thank you so much for uh, being willing to chat with us this morning. Yeah, pleasure to be here, Baron. It's uh, very important work that's happening with the CDC, for sure. Well, if you can, just so people get a better understanding uh, a little bit of who you are, can you just kind of do a, and this could be an hour interview in and of itself with all the things you're doing, but just a little synopsis of kind of who you are, kind of the, the, what you're doing right now to, to really impact the profession. And then uh, we'll kind of take it from there. Sure. Uh, Well, I'm a chiropractor originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, Today, we have a group that owns um, clinics in both New Mexico and in Texas. Um, I'm an advisor in that role, but really my full-time job now is CEO of Chiro Matchmakers. So we are the largest staffing business in chiropractic. Um, Last year, we did over 400 placements for chiropractors. 250 of those were uh, associate doctors. And we also placed the rest were CAs. And now we also do virtual chiropractic assistance for remote work to support practices. And so, um, you know, we get the fortunate perspective of usually working with pretty successful clinics, you know, when they've scaled to a point where they're looking for an associate doctor. Uh, We have a pretty high standard of practices we work with. A, A big reason that a lot of associateships don't work out is when there's not solid systems or financials 
in place in a practice and we have a responsibility to to our profession to make sure that you know our associates have great work and really can can make a great living and so we've um we're in an interesting time right now in chiropractic and that there's about four to five openings for every one associate that's available uh, so that's one data point uh and because of that, the demand's higher. We're seeing pay for associates go up uh, because there's not as much supply. You know, just law of supply and demand, there's there's less, a lot more demand and less supply of associates. The other interesting side of that, though, is uh, every year on average for the last couple decades, about a thousand clinics exit out of chiropractic, either because, you know, the, the owner retires or stops practice. And either they just close up shop with their clinic or they sell it. But any given year, you have about a thousand clinics that are transitioning. Um, since since COVID, we've had two that numbers jumped to two thousand, and the data shows that should continue for five years. So you're going to have ten thousand clinics here in the next five years that are either closing their doors or if the doctor can find somebody to buy it, they're selling it. And so there's there's a bit of a contradiction in information right now, Baron. You've got this big section of clinics closing. You've got a shortage of doctors and we don't know how that's all going to shake out. I'm just sharing data points with you right yeah. now. But the, the point is we're in this big season of change in chiropractic. There's a lot of, you know, we get calls at Chiro Matchmakers most months from different private equity, venture capital groups, large groups trying to consolidate chiropractic like we saw happen in dentistry. Um, but the, the bottom line is, I think whatever shakes out of this, you know, it's sort of law of supply and demand again, and just basic economics. I do think chiropractic's going to, you know, we're seeing growth in chiropractic practices at above normal rates. So the point of all of that is this, when we get on the other side of this change, it's absolutely imperative that the practicing chiropractor's rights are protected. And just, I've watched for 20 years and, and heard horror stories about, you know, chiropractors losing rights to in other countries to take care of babies or them being questioned or to take x-rays or, you know, there, there's just, and there was never, the fight was always left on the backs of the chiropractors in that town who were practicing full-time, who were trying to make a living, you know, who don't have the wherewithal, the time to fight this. And so this idea, this concept of having the entire profession contribute $33 a month, which is just nothing, but to have the numbers and that you've already proven out with the membership numbers, Baron, now we have, to use our analogy, a strike force for chiropractic. You know, when something's not right, we've got the manpower, the attorneys, the research to come over the top and fight this thing and and so that chiropractors can keep doing what they're doing, which is serving their patients and, and providing for their families and for their employees. And uh and the beautiful thing you've done here is you've managed to keep it not political. Everything gets so politicized typically in chiropractic. Listen, it's really simple. We protect the rights of practicing chiropractors. If your rights are being infringed or changed, the CDC is here to help you. And, and so that gives us a very clear path because, you know, you can get sucked into politics really easily. Yeah. And by having that Northern star and that, that, that clear purpose 
there's really some great work that you and the team you've assembled are, are accomplishing, Baron, of going in and helping protect the rights of chiropractic practitioners. And so, you know, that made perfect sense to me. And and my point is, is wherever the, the profession settles down in the next five or 10 years, there needs to be a group like this that's watching out for the practicing chiropractor that has their backs that can come in and protect them when things are, you know, when things aren't right politically through legislation and you've got the track record now and the team in place that's become really effective to, to, to be the muscle behind our profession, Baron. It's, it's, it's been neat to watch. I got to be there when it was conceptual. I actually, you know, where it was in conversation yeah, in, in France and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I got to hear him talking about this for three years beforehand. And so, yeah. When you came along, he was like, I found my guy for this idea and you already had Cairo one and everything was in place and your work in the profession made you the perfect person to quarterback this initiative. And so then to see how you've taken this and made this vision a reality at a very timely, you know, with all the different changes that were trying to be imposed on practicing chiropractors regarding the pandemic. And now coming out of that really as you're starting to hit your stride on the work we intended to do initially, which is simply right. protect the rights of practicing chiropractors and, and do it in a transparent way, Baron, the way that you're able to show our data and our stats and on the website. And it's a transparent organization. Chiropractors are just, we've been so burned by money-making schemes along the way that, you know, people are, and this, this is, you can see every dollar that's spent at the CDC and how we're deploying it on your behalf for chiropractors around the world. And that's a key thing, too, is, you know, we've probably done more work in other countries than we have in the United States. But being transparent was really important. And um, and I think that should earn appropriately the trust of the profession that they can see who's doing what and where the dollars are going and flowing. And, that you know, this nobody's making money off of this. This is to protect the rights of practicing chiropractors so that we can all make money continuing to do what we became chiropractors to do, which is serving people under the scope of practice that's defined by the state or the country we're practicing in. Yeah. Yeah. You made a lot of great points in there. And one of the things I want to highlight is like when we first started and went out, everyone was worried. What is this thing? What are they doing? Are they treading our turf? Are they, are they going to start competing with other national or state organizations? And it's been awesome over these three years to be able to, to really, show the profession that we work with everyone because we're agnostic and because we're doing work that no other organization is really suited or has a desire to do. It makes it very easy for us to work with all of these other organizations. And whether it be a state organization or a national organization, we're finding, especially in these other countries, and even here in the U.S., I just had a call last night where we're collaborating with an organization in California to take on an issue. And and it's it's been amazing to finally see the the collaborations work the way that I know you because you live in a world of collaboration. I mean, you, a number of your businesses have come from people saying, "Hey, let's do this together." You possess something I don't, and let's let's put it together. And and our profession historically has never done that well. Everyone's kind of been out for themselves, and it's been a more of an ego driven thing than it has been a mission driven thing. And and that's what's beautiful about what we're building is really working alongside other organizations, doing the parts 
that go really well. And I know you and, and Dr. Franson and a, and a number of the other people on our board have said from the very beginning, stay in our lane, stay in our lane, stay in our lane. We've, we've had some pretty dramatic conversations about that topic as opportunities have presented themselves to our organization. But at the end of the day, we have to say, no, this is, this is our lane. We're, we're here solely for the purpose of protecting the rights of practicing chiropractors. So it's been, it's been a neat evolution and I will forever be grateful for you and the other members of the board as we really flushed this thing out in the very beginning and making decisions on, on the trajectory of what we we're going to do. Um, and that's what's led to our success and why we're able to take on censorship issues in other countries and why even here in the United States, we're taking on issues with veterinary chiropractic and taking on issues of regulatory overreach and, you know, where they're trying to take away our, our uh, religious exemptions and things of that nature. We have a real hand in that fight now because of the way that we've constructed and organized the organization. And, and that's in large part with you guys. So I'll, I'll end with this. I, I know your time is very precious. Um, tell me kind of from your perspective, knowing what you know, sitting on the board and, and the big vision of what we have for one chiropractic with health missions and, and the chiropractic defense council and our military project and backbone and all the different projects that are underneath the umbrella of one chiropractic, what is it that excites you the most about what we're creating and our ability to impact the future of chiropractic? Well, it's time our profession becomes professional. Hmm. I don't know a better way to say it than that. You know, we've just, it's the beauty of chiropractic is we've been this ragtag group with a lot of strong personalities and opinions and it's gotten us to this point, but I, I believe we're at a point where we have to evolve beyond that and, and having the benefit of being in other organizations where, you know, everybody plays nicely and we really don't care what background, whether it's a subluxation clinic or a functional clinic or a personal injury clinic or a pediatric clinic, however somebody's choosing to practice, as long as that's supported by the state, uh, we support it. And that, as simple as that sounds, Baron, to have a group that's coming over the top without any other agenda than that, mm. to back up everybody, is it just feels good. And I, I employ every chiropractor watching this to encourage, you know, if you're watching this, you're probably already a CDC member. But if you know somebody, your, your friend who's down the street, the donation's minimal. The strength is in our numbers, which are several thousand now. And you know, that's where the power is. And you might not need the CDC ever. You might not need us for five years, but in five years, when you need to make a call because something's wrong in the profession, you're going to be glad this, and this group is powerful. You know, the, the, the maybe not the group as much as the people that you've assembled on the team, I should say, the attorneys, uh, the researchers, the the PR, the personal relations people that are, that are coming over the top. And these boards don't, have never seen anything like it. And, and it's simply what every other industry and their lobbies and, and, you know, they're simply looking out for their own and that feels right. You know, yeah. just like we, we provide for our families and protect our families. The same should be done for our profession. That's given each of us just our, our livelihood and, and really the, my purpose in life. So it's a, it's, it's something that we're passionate about. And I think every chiropractor, no matter how you're practicing, should be able to get behind and support. That's awesome. 
Well, as always, Dr. Miner, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for what you do. I, I, I obviously am intimately aware with Cairo Matchmakers as we've used them for my clinic and, and watching. I've referred just tons of people over to you guys and every single one of them have just loved your model. Um, so thank you for that mission. And I think whether the profession knows it or not, you guys are coming in at the right time to meet a need that people didn't even know they had. And, uh, and I'm excited for that infrastructure to continue to grow because I know you guys are doing amazing work. So thank you for that. Thank you for your time and dedication to One Chiropractic and being a board member and helping to continue to keep us moving in an appropriate direction. But uh, at the end of the day, brother, it's just an honor to serve with you. And I appreciate your time. Feelings mutual. Thank you for everything you're doing, Baron. All right. God bless, bud. And that brings us to the end of another enlightening episode of the State of Chiropractic podcast brought to you by the Chiropractic Defense Council. I'm your host, Baron Hoig, and it's been a pleasure to delve into the world of chiropractic with you today. We hope that this episode has provided you with valuable insights and perspectives on the ever-evolving field of chiropractic. Our mission here at the Chiropractic Defense Council is to foster education, awareness, and advocacy for chiropractic professionals worldwide. And we're grateful to have you as part of this community. Remember, knowledge is power. And it's crucial to stay informed about the latest advancements, research, and legal developments in chiropractic. By empowering ourselves through knowledge, we can make informed decisions, advocate for our profession, and ultimately provide the best care possible to our patients. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the State of Chiropractic podcast so that you'll never miss a future episode. We have a lineup of esteemed guests and, and thought leaders in the chiropractic community who will continue to share their expertise, offering you a well-rounded understanding of the profession. We'll also like to express our gratitude for our unwavering commitment of chiropractic contributors. Without your generous contributions, this podcast could not exist, nor could we do the work we're doing around the world. So this is a heartfelt thank you to all of you. Until next time, stay aligned, stay informed, and keep making a difference in the lives of those you serve. God bless.